Hi guys, welcome back. All right guys, so I know everyone has been talking about the Scandaball since the beginning of March when all of this broke. And I was thinking in my head, who better to talk about this with? Who? Where do I go from here? We've talked to so many amazing people, but not Amanda Hirsch from Not Skinny But Not Fat. Now I reached out thinking there's no way she would come on, but lo and behold, here she is. So before we jump in with Amanda, don't forget, if you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed, read the banner below, and let's welcome Amanda Hirsch. Hi. Hi. Oh my God, this is so official. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. I actually just watched the newest episode, so I'm fresh. I'm fresh, baby. Yes, and it was an extra 15 minutes long. Was it as cringe as Andy led on? No, no. I think I hate when people hype shit up for me too much, you know, because it was Andy and it was who tweeted. Was it LVP that tweeted like, look closely? Yeah. I looked like, what did I miss? (laughs) I love how you say right after that whole like intro. I hate when people hype shit up so much. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I'm wondering, like, okay, I get I get I, I get the stuff that I'm supposed to get. But was there anything that I missed? that I was supposed to look super closely for. That's what I want to know. You know, I think what he was alluding to was the, like the little comments of Katie being like, you know, watch your boyfriend or hide your boyfriend. I know, but that we saw in the previews, you know? Right. And then maybe Lala's confessionals of, I wouldn't trust her around my man. But again, we saw that in the preview. Right. So that's why when Andy said it and LVP tweeted it, I was like, okay, that we saw in the previews, but what are we going to see here? Are we going to get a Sandy and Raquel moment where, you know, because I don't know if you saw, but I think Stasi said this on her podcast and then Lala talked about it somewhere. And then I think Andy confirmed that's not true, but Stasi said on her podcast that now the producers and editors are going to go back, watch the whole season and try to find kind of like, something they missed basically. Cause imagine they're filming the show. The producers at that time have no idea this is going on. So they don't even pick up on those moments. So Sassy was saying, and now that Scandaval is out, they're going to go back, look through all that footage and try to find, you know, moments made between Scandaval and Raquel. But then I think Lala or Andy Cohen kind of um, disputed that and said that wasn't going to happen. And as we can see, like, so far, it's not really happening. Like I was told that the episode we saw was supposed to be supposed to be the episode. Like this hasn't been, you know, changed because of Scandaval. Right. You know, I feel like if they are going to go back, listen, Stasi knows a lot about this, right? I, I think if they were to go back and kind of look for little things, I feel like they would play them out in the package that they use addressing the Scandaval at the reunion. I don't know if they're necessarily going to re-edit the episodes. And if they did, and this was it, I agree with you. It was a little weak. Um, It was kind of cringe. There were moments, but not necessarily the moments that I thought were going to be cringe. Like, for example, when the girls are going in on Raquel and they're like, you were like the Hulk when you were drunk. You were a monster. I'm like, girl, don't ever go drinking with me because this is, she's cotton candy. She just wanted to eat all of her food and put it in like a blender and play with her little starlight. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. It was hard to watch. I had to keep reminding myself that we hate Raquel now because <laughs> if if we didn't, I would feel remorse. Like I would feel bad for her. I would say, oh my God, 
yeah, she's this little like weak duckling that like does weird fucked up shit, but she's also so lost, so shaky, so nervous. So, you know what my, my, like my diagnosis of Raquel is? It's like, you can tell that she's not who she is. And I think when a person is trying to be someone that they're not, they have this like internal conflict and that kind of like expresses itself in like anxiety, right? Because like, she's not this like making out, getting drunk, fucking each other boyfriends girl. Like she's this really simple, right? Not the smartest, like very... And she's out here acting like she's Lala. Like you're not Lala. Like you can't even talk to Lala without your voice breaking. So this isn't, this game isn't for you. And you know what, Adam, this show isn't for you. And she got herself way too deep. Like, I'm like, who do you think you are? Like, you don't have tough enough skin for the shit. But what I mean, what I'm saying is I still somehow felt a little bad for her because I mean, Lala's my bitch, but it really doesn't make sense for Lala to school her on the topics she was schooling her on, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, the one to say, you know, when you drink, you're disgusting. It's like, Lala, you were worse. Lala to say, like, you, you know, hook up with guys that are taken. Like, yeah, Lala has done it. It doesn't matter that it's six years ago. So I love Lala, everything that she says and does, but... If we didn't hate Raquel because of what we just found out, we might have felt bad for Raquel. You know what I mean? In this episode, a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, in moments, there in are moments. moments that I would have felt bad for her. And then there are some moments where I'm like, you. she does try to deliver. And I feel like, because just a little backstory, I worked for Lisa Vanderpump off and on for like seven years, was around everybody, worked at Sir and Tom Tom. My husband used to manage Pump. And so we were like immersed in this little world for a while. And I just remember little moments where producers were shooting the show. One in particular, they wanted Stassi to call out one of the girls. Stassi was sitting on the outside of Sir and she's like pissed off. She wasn't even working there anymore. And they're like, we just need you to go in there and call her out. And then we will unmike you. You can go. She's like, no, I'm not doing it. And they're like, Stassi, just get in there. She's like, I'm absolutely not doing it. And she just freaked out and like left. And then there was another moment where Ariana was sitting at Tom Tom and she was talking with her friends and Sheena and they had a whole conversation and producers came over and they're like, Hey, we just need you to do that one more time because the mic was going out a little bit. So can you just rehab that conversation organically? I'm like, this is, it's so funny because the viewers, not necessarily everyone knows that, you know? I know even me, like, and I'm kind of entrenched in this world too. Right. I, I became like a viewer And then it's kind of like, I know them. I hear about this stuff behind the scenes. Um, You know, I was just at dinner with Katie yesterday. She knows. She knows a lot. But I still get shocked. Like, even when Katie was like, you know, I'm not going to spill any, like, really behind the scenes things. But even when Katie was like, yeah, and then so-and-so came in to do a scene. And she'll say it like that. And I'll be like, what do you mean? She just didn't happen to be there and the cameras were rolling. You know, (laughs) like I'm so naive when it comes to that. Like, that's what I want to believe that it's like a big brother, you know, kind of situation where cameras follow them around and, and whatever. And the reality is that although it's real and I know that it's real because this drama is real, right? Like it's happened, but the way the show is made is, you know, created a lot of the times. And for me, even to be, you know, presented with the fact that like a scene is set up 
is hard for me. And Katie was like, yeah, Amanda, like every scene is set up. And I'm like, you know, like, I don't want to know. I would just want to think that everything is just like organic, organic, but that doesn't, you know, that does, you know, when, when, when they started posting on like social media, like, um, I remember the first time I saw, and I think this was at Stasi's book party when her and Sandoval had that fight. And I think someone posted like BTS from there, like one of the, and you saw like Sandoval and Saucy fighting and like a gazillion cameras and like boom mics. And I remember being like, Oh my God. And then you watch it and, and you think that, you know, you don't think that it's, it looks like that. And how can you have this like really intense fight and all these emotions while you're being filmed, but they get used to it. So they don't really notice the cameras or care. So it's all very real, but it's just wild to me that there, there are those moments. I remember I learned what a pickup is uh, a while ago when they have to actually reshoot a scene. Not like you said, where it's like, say that again, but it's like three months later, Ariana has a different haircut Right. Do you remember that? Ariana yeah. had like different hair and people noticed it in a scene. Wasn't it the red dress or something? Yes. 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 We're like, Ariana's hair is different. So like, imagine that. So all those moments, I mean, I just love reality TV so much and especially Vanderpump. I really need to pretend like, you know, You're none like, of those. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I could ever do that. I feel like, like today my face feels like this tomorrow. It feels like big and paunchy. Today, I'm like, you know, like pale white tomorrow. I'm tan. How do you guys? I have no clue how they do it, but listen, good for them. Good for them with their pickup shots. What were your thoughts when you watched this episode, since it is fresh on your mind, when Charlie was like, okay, obviously, we're not driving with these girls. This is boring. Why don't we just go and crash, you know, guys' night? And then Raquel's like, I'm not comfortable. But she didn't stop there. She's like, not only am I not comfortable, I think we're going to go crash Sheena and Shay's guys' night. I'm like, Raquel, you could have just left that line out there. Did producers push you to say that for like the reaction? I know she's, she's cringe because she's, again, I just feel like she's a person that isn't who she is. Okay. Just side note. Do you watch summer house? I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if this is a hot take, but this is my take on Carl. A lot of people are hating on him and Lindsay right now. A lot of people are saying that like, you know, he looks like not happy and depressed, whatever. My take is like, this is Carl not drinking. This is who he is. He's like, like to wake up at 6 a.m. and like work and work out and go to sleep early. And I think that the whole time that he was abusing alcohol and drugs and acting the way he was, that wasn't Carl. And Carl needed to drink a lot and do a lot of drugs to be that guy, you know? And this is like the real Carl, like all the fronts kind of shredded off of him um, so that's how I feel about Raquel. Like she's being someone that she's not and she'll hate herself and turn into the worst version of herself. Like just be yourself. The Bambi eyed bitch who's <laughs> like, you know, like don't, she's, she's playing in the big kids playground, you know, and that's right. not where she should be. But anyway, you're like, put go back in the pond, girl. You just went in the ocean. Let's get back in the pond. Yeah. Like she should live in like a small town and like. Just marry you know, nice man, white picket fence. Yeah. A man like, that's not calling your mom a fat bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Which is also very cringe, but also to your point, what you said about that. Did you ever watch Roni? Yes. I stopped like 
a few seasons ago, a yeah. couple, but, but yeah. Why? What, what are you thinking? Well, I was going to say two good examples is like Leah McSweeney started. She was like swinging from like the chandelier and like wasted. And then the next season she got sober and people hated her because they're like, you're boring now. And then you have Brandy Glanville who will tell you, she's like, before I go into a scene, I have to like drink because I get really bad anxiety. And it's like, that kind of sucks that you have to self-medicate in order to just like get right into the thick of it. That does. It's unfortunate. Like not only get in the thick of it, but be on their level. So like Kyle is like that. But like, in my opinion, like Carl needed all those drugs and alcohol to be this like fun, outgoing, like talks to all the ladies, like fucks girls. Like that's not who he is. You know, he's like, I love you. Good night. Like that's who he is. But he like tried to be that other guy. And I'm actually happy for him that he's finally living a good, happy, healthy life and people are hating and I don't get it. You're like, back off Kyle, you assholes. I know. I'm team Carl and I think him and Lindsay are great together, but I know that I'm, um, I'm pretty, pretty alone on that team. Yeah. I mean, listen, summer house too. Well, maybe even right now with the scandal of it all too, because everybody's like attention is just like the Bravo universe is just Right, right. People are like, this is boring. I don't want to watch Kyle and Amanda. Like, this is why, by the way, Vanderpump Rules was always my number one. Even on its off seasons, I would remind people, like, I want to remind you that this is the show that brought you, like, friends cheating on friends in their living room while the friend is in the bed. Like, that's that's reality TV. Not a Not a curated little fight over, like, a cocktail. Like, that was, I mean, the first few seasons. And this is giving those first few seasons vibes you know um i'm glad that it kind of got back to that nostalgic way that it started though because honestly i was talking to some of the cast members and you were just out with katie right like they were really worried after season nine the pandemic season when they were trying to get back into it they're like there's no way we're gonna get picked up after this and not only did they get picked up i mean not that we wanted this to happen right but silver lining i guess but also like Ariana, Katie, Lala, like all single. That's amazing, you know, television and just great news for everybody and great news for Ariana that she's out of that relationship. Um, But when I was watching, first of all, like we said, I was expecting more. Right. I didn't people say like she had a black eye or something. I didn't see it. So they were trying to say that she, she submitted photos of herself with the black eye for this restraining order against Sheena, which I don't necessarily understand. I've known Sheena for 10 years now. She's been in so many positions and situations where like, if you're going to pop off like that and get physical, she's had a lot of opportunity. And every time that I see her in a situation, she always stands up for herself, but she gets emotional and she cries. Like that is Sheena. Sheena's not like Stassi backhands the shit out of you. And Sheena cries. It's like, this is not... So the story of the story is she pushed her against the wall outside of this bar, restaurant, pushed her against the wall and decked her in the face. Okay. Now, Kristen Doty's version of the story is, yes, I think that they were arguing because Sheena said, what's going on? Raquel was like, I'm on the phone with Ariana. She's crying. I had a, you know, affair with Tom. And Sheena was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's been like seven months. And Sheena freaked out, got pissed off, and she grabbed her phone and knocked it out of her hand. And then Raquel went to like push her out of the way. And I think Sheena went to go like this and her nail must have caught Raquel. But I don't think it, I think it was like one of those like, 
It's not um, like a, there's a difference between that and me just physically walking yeah, up like to you. Yeah, like popping and, her. Like Stassi knew I'm going to deck Kristen in the face and I want everyone to be there. I want there to be an audience and I'm going to embarrass you. I know. And, and she didn't get in trouble. No. Oh, well, that was a very different time. I mean, yeah. they used to get away with a lot of shit. I, I know. Oh, miss those days. Um, yeah, it, it was hard for me to imagine Sheena like clocking her too. I wonder... I wonder how that story is going to unfold. I mean, if Raquel made this up, then she's more of a psychopath than we could ever imagine. You know, like if she actually made that story up that Sheena like assaulted her and she needs a restraining order from five foot, you know, to Sheena. Right. And first of all, if you're afraid of Sheena, Bambi I bitch (laughs) just got taken to a whole new level. But I do want to say this too. It's like Sheena's a better person than I am because Sheena is sitting in what she says is her truth of that never happened. This is ridiculous. And it's almost like everyone thinks this is a ploy for Raquel to not have to go face everyone at the reunion. But if I were Sheena, just because I feel like if you're going to get me, I'm going to get you back, right? So I would be like, oh yeah, she just signed that and submitted that restraining order under penalty of perjury. I want you guys to subpoena the cameras show that I did not punch her and then show that she just lied. And there, there you go. Boom. But I mean, I don't think that Sheena wants to go there because then that's obviously going to get Raquel in a lot of trouble. I don't know. But then again, Sheena's a, a new mom who just got married and you slap her with a restraining order that's plastered all over the internet. Oh my God. I mean, I just literally got goosebumps just because I cannot wait for that reunion and what's going to happen. I think I heard them say that they're going to need like extra security there, which sounds like that means that Raquel is going to be there. Listen, if I was Raquel, I wouldn't fucking go. I'd ship my ass to fucking, you know, Mexico or something, (laughs) because imagine everyone's going to be on her. Like she won't be able to take that. She won't be able to handle it. In other reunions, James has at least had her back in some way. Then she was like friends with Ariana Sandoval and all these people. Um, but wow, she's, she's, she's going to she, be super timid. She's going to be super timid. But yeah, listen, she's had a few moments this season, put aside the scandal of like, are you okay? Because like the way that she said to Katie at that dinner, yeah, so I tried to make out with Schwartz and he said, no, I was like, are you a psychopath? Like who says that? Who talks like that? Like, how are you sitting at this dinner saying that to Katie? And Katie started like crying and you could tell by Raquel's face, like it didn't move her. She doesn't get it. She's like, you're separated. I don't understand. Yeah. It's like, no, you might actually have, she might actually have some issues, you know, that are more than we, we think of that, that, you know, some social stuff because it's not normal how she's acting. That's what I'm trying to say, Adam. It doesn't suit her to sit there and look at Katie straight in the face. She's going through a motherfucking divorce. She's been with him for almost 15 years. And Raquel's like, I tried to make out with him. He said no. And she like doesn't understand why that's not okay. And then she comes up to, to Katie at Katie's divorce party, whatever. I'm leaving to go hang out with Schwartz. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, no, you must not be okay. Right after the night before when her mom just sat there and had that emotional moment saying like, they're not divorced yet. They they haven't even moved out of their, you know, she's talking about that, or they haven't even sold their house. And she's saying, like, he was a part of our family. He was at all of the holidays. And it's still, like, Raquel's, like, almost like, 
I can see that this is probably bothering you. So I'm going to shift my focus over here to Oliver. And Katie told me that you can't put aluminum in the microwave. And I'm like, what the hell is going on up there right now? I just want to, and you know, Kristen Doty just recently did a podcast with um, Nick Vow. And she said, this makes sense. This makes sense because Tom sort of needs in that sort of narcissistic way that yes man, that man who's going to hype him up like you're so cool with your hair and your mustache and in Kristen's word, she's like your stupid fucking band and your dumb nail polish. And she's like going on and just like going off the charts with this. But she's like, it makes sense because Raquel was a fangirl before she came onto the show and she like looks at them like, oh my God, you guys are the best things to ever happen. You like, she just says, wow, how great you are. And of course, if she put up with James for so long, then yeah, she has the ability to kind of withstand certain things. And I I don't know, just watching it was wild. But I also feel like too, when it comes to this reunion, people are, fans are so divided because the one thing that everyone's talking about is if we still have this restraining order in place, the hearing is not till March 29th. The reunion films on the 23rd. So if they have to be 100 yards away from each other, that means somebody would most likely have to zoom in. So I did a poll asking, what do you guys think? Who do you think should have to zoom in? Because I feel bad. This is also kind of Sheena's year two of getting her happy ending. I know she's gotten married on the show before, but she's getting married. She has her beautiful little baby after you know, having everything that happened the year before. She had a really hard time. I think she deserves to be on that reunion floor just as much as anybody and kind of have that package and show that and talk about it. What I really think, I have a conspiracy theory. Okay, I want to know. Katie, because I think Danny Pellegrino, since he was on last night with Katie, watch what happens live. I feel like he kind of frustrated Andy a little bit when he's like, Andy, tell us about the reunion. And Andy shut it down really quick. And he's like, Danny, just... Let us get to it. Don't worry about it. Like, we we got it, you know? And Andy's like, kind of just looked frustrated. I'm like, okay, conspiracy theory. I feel like what they're going to do, since they lined the trailers up in the back alley of Sir, they're going to have her trailer. Oh, they did? I didn't know. I didn't know. They did? Yeah. Well, sometimes. Like, when they do the reunion and stuff, if they film it at Sir, they'll have these little trailers out oh, okay, back. Okay, okay. And they'll, they'll have them get ready in them and stuff. And... I think that they'll have the trailer far enough where they'll keep her in there, let her get glammed, and they'll let Sheena and Brock film the first maybe like two parts of the reunion, go over the package, and then keep the third part for like the drama of it all so everyone keeps watching until the end. And then they will phase Sheena out due to the restraining order and then wait for her to be far enough away and cue Raquel to enter the conversation. That way we get both of them in person, no Zooms. Just a prediction. But then we don't get there. So we're for sure not going to get there, you know, face to face about the altercation. The other question that I have, which may, maybe Emily D. Baker would be able to answer better, is like, can a retraining order be like annulled? Like if Sheena proves or the tapes prove that there were cameras or anything can prove that Sheena didn't harm her or if she did, it was a mistake. Like, can a restraining order be, cause you need to get a restraining order. Like a, I couldn't just say like restrain Adam for me. You know, he emailed me once, right? Like there needs to be proof of why, you know? So she showed those pictures, but what if, I wonder if they're also working on getting that like canceled, like if that can happen, did you ask Emily that? I didn't ask Emily that, but I what I did notice was um, she forgot to check one of the boxes that said prohibiting contact. 
which of course Raquel did. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because there's still the temporary restraining order. But from what I heard, speaking to another attorney in LA, I guess they take it so serious, which you should. When, because normally when somebody files a restraining order, it's because they actually need it, right? People don't just say, let me take time out of my day to go file this. And she just wanted it to go public and for people to like feel sorry for her. That's what's so, that's what it's like. You know what? Sometimes if you fuck up in life, take your little tail, shove it between your asshole and legs and <laughs> say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Instead, you're trying to like, like come out with your own shit and be like, this person attacked me. Like no one's people might say violence is wrong, but no one's going to like change their views. No one's going to be team Raquel here. You know what I mean? Right. I even got messages being like, violence is wrong, but not in this case. (laughs) Like I got so many people felt that way, you know? That's what Kristen Doty said too. She's like, listen, I got punched in the face for hooking up with Stassi's man. I didn't go get a restraining order. And I was like, ooh. Wait, I have a question for you, Adam. I want to know your thoughts on people like Kristen, you know, and Jax, you know, coming to life after this. Um, you know, doing podcasts, all that shit. Do you think that's cool? If you were Ariana, would you be upset that, you know, I don't know. I, I wonder because it's like, it's kind of weird, right? That so many people are not profiting, but are kind of using this for content kind of vibes, you know? Right. No, especially because it hits so close to home for these um, specific people. And, you know, Kristen Doty, for the longest time, there was a target on Ariana's back by Kristen, right? But then they were able to forge some sort of friendship. But as far as I know, I, I think that Ariana likes Brittany. She's never liked Jax. I feel like for Jax, it's very self-serving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's doing that House of Villains show for E with like Daniel Staub and a few other people. But it's like, I think that this is just a very self-serving situation and andy cohen knows by bringing him on watch what happens live he's going to roast tom sandoval that's going to be great ratings for Kristen doty she specifically said when the producers asked her to film that she went to ariana first and asked and by the way i had to ask ariana i was like is it ariana or ariana she's like it's whatever you want to call me and i'm like that's so confusing i know who calls her because tom and katie pronounce it in such a specific way schwartz and katie both call her Ariana, right? right? Ariana. I call her Ariana. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'll i literally do an eight minute video and I, <laughs> I flop back and forth. I'm like, I'm going to hit all of my um moving parts over here just to make sure. I think, you know? I think Schwartz and Katie are very, the way they say it. And if you watch Schwartz's um, TMZ thing, which by the way, I even told Katie, I was like, sorry, he was kind of cute. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's like, he has this way Did you of being... Katie. What? Did you Raquel Katie? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just like, what did you think about it? And we talked about it and I was like, it's annoying that he comes across, you know, like he's Schwartz, you know, and he's like letting the fucking paparazzi hound him for 25 minutes where like he, he's like catching a flight. It's like, make your flight. You know, I would be like, goodbye. Um, and Katie said on Watch What Happens Live that she was like, no comment. Um, so it's annoying because I'm aware, but I also am aware that like he comes across likable. You know how Ariana, Ariana, 
Ariana has been saying that for season. She's like, he gets away with everything. People are always like Schwartz, like, oh, it's Schwartz. And it's so true. Like, we've seen him fuck up so many times. We've seen him not have Katie's back so many times. I'm so happy for her and proud of her that she made a choice to move on from something that wasn't good for her. But then you see him and he's like, well, and you're like, how are you so good at being likable when like, you don't do so many things that are liked. You know what I mean? But it is, it's like, you know, even in person, because I'm assuming since you're friends with Katie, you've met him. I, have I met him in person? I don't think I have. But yeah, he's so likable. Even when he came to like the Zoom screen or FaceTime and he's like, hi. And he does his little like, you know, podcast voice. And he does this. He always does this. And this is, oh my God, I'm like doing the exact face. You're so good at it. This is the exact face. It's so weird. I feel like I'm like twinning right now. But, <laughs> he, you know, we're at Tom, Tom and watching how, because they're like the mascots, right? They don't own a huge percentage. I think it's two and a half percent each, which we know that they're not drawing a paycheck from this at this point. At least we can assume that. I know. It's so, it's so little. When you grow up, when you're younger, you think that like, owning or you know investing in that you're like whoa they must be like so rich and when you grow up and you realize and understand business a little bit more even watching on the show like lisa offered them fifty thousand dollars for you know selling it was like it was like embarrassed they were even like are you kidding me like why would we do that for fifty thousand dollars that's not gonna like bring a business to life what's fifty thousand dollars when you're opening a business like you need millions to you know um, Nina C said it's 5% each. It's 5% for the show. It's two and a half percent each, um, which is even worse. But I know that's like nothing. The 50% or the $50,000 too. I thought it was kind of funny that she did that because it's like, that was literally their initial investment. They've had, they've been open for so many years. There's no profit tacked onto that. Yeah. It's like, we'll give you your 50 grand back. And even Tom was like, what the but I, I have to say about Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, this, you know, Tom, he's a nice guy when he's getting a lot of attention. But my mom, one time I was working there and she walked in and she's like, I love Sandoval on the show. I'm like, mom, don't fangirl out. Just if you want to say hi, say hi. And he walked, she walked over and she's like, hi, Sandoval. I just wanted to say, he's like, not now, not right now. I'm busy. Like, please go to the other end of the bar. Not right now. I'm not talking to you. And my mom came over to me and she was like, he's such an asshole. And I was like, what did he say? And she felt so bad. She's like, I'm sorry for bothering him. And the next day he came up and he's like, I didn't know that was your mom. I was like, that's okay. I said, and I remember saying to him specifically, I was like, I don't really think you should have to know. Like, like she's coming here to support your bar because she thinks it's your bar. And then Tom Schwartz was the complete opposite. Like he would let everyone come in and hound him you know people would say can i have a hug how's katie and he would just let them hug him and he'd be like okay you're like pulling on me but okay and he wouldn't know how to say i need space back off he's just like a yes man like Mm. he accepts all of it we did a um i did a live show in la at the bourbon room and i had tom and tom on stage with me and i remember we had like 300 people in the audience and as soon as he got off he like walked in and all of the women it was right when the divorce was announced all of the women started like barricading around him and just pulling at him because he's like now the single meat. And I'm thinking in my head, I would be like politely, guys, you can't just rip at my clothes. Like I'm not, I'm not a performer. I also wonder is like, 
if so many women want him right now after seeing for 10 seasons that he's not a good boyfriend, you know, like how desperate are we? You right. know, like you're pulling at his shirt and he might be cute and he might be like whatever the fuck, but he's also not a good boyfriend. He'll even say that, you know, he's not a good boyfriend, not a good husband. But I want to ask you another question. It's hard for Uh-oh. me to not ask questions myself because I was kind of, again, kind of felt like one of the only people that when, you know, Tom, not Tom, Tom, uh, Schwartz and Sandy's started getting all those negative Yelp reviews and cockroach pictures and all this shit um i was kind of like you guys boycott it don't go there don't support their business talk shit about it to your friends don't let anyone you know go there but like i have to draw the line at like fake reviews on a business you know what i mean it's just that's not the game i want us to play you know it's like this is and it's not about like tom's livelihood or schwartz's or even the fucking bartenders it's about like this is a business and you can hate it and i go because people are like he made it as bad you know he will have to deal it's his place and his face it's like yeah he'll have to deal with the fact that you don't want to go there because you hate him now right he does not have to get fake reviews on food that you didn't taste and drinks that you didn't drink you know I agree. And I think that's not fair. And I feel like that bleeds kind of into our world a little bit too, as like content creators, because I think sometimes if you have another person who might have, you know, a platform or a little bit of influence and say that they don't necessarily like something that you did, or they talk negatively about you, which it happens, obviously, but when they do, then all of a sudden your comments are getting flooded. Then they're leaving shitty reviews on your podcast. And they're like, I hate this person. They did this other person so wrong. And it's like, guys, if it's not to do with it, then yeah, don't listen. Oh my God. It's exactly. Sometimes people, you know, they were, they review a podcast like, but they're like, just want to tell you they hate you. And it's like, can you tell me that in my d- DMS and yeah. not on my podcast? Cause like, obviously you don't listen to my podcast. You don't like me. So like they just, people that hate you obviously are just looking for outlets to publicly announce those on, you know? And so that I really feel strongly against It's like, the, the the restaurant don't go like they're gonna suffer don't worry they've made their bed it'll not succeed the way it was supposed to succeed or not you know but it's it's not gonna flourish i just hate that i hate that people are going to yelp and you know giving all these fake reviews because he cheated on ariana also i feel like this whole cheating scandal there has been no precedent like this in the history of like reality TV. There has never been, it is such a specific situation that made a whole country fucking rally. We've never seen this kind of thing. We've seen people cheat all the time. It never warranted a, 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 a fucking nationwide, you know, celebrities, Team Ariana you know, people canceling the guy who cheated. Usually the guy kind of gets away with it at the end of the day. You know, it's like, you know, a few articles come out. This has been a very unique situation that, again, I really feel like doesn't have a precedent. Like people, how many times was Kyle Cook forgiven for cheating? We what, don't even know the amount. Where was this energy with Randall? Where was this energy with Randall? But you know why I love Lala? Because she was asked that on her podcast. Um... I think her assistant asked her that because people were wondering, like, do you feel, you know, kind of why, why weren't people there for me in the same way? And she said, like, 
it's different. She's yeah. like, I have to respect that it's different. This wasn't my best friend sleeping with my man for months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's again, such a specific scenario that like any piece of the puzzle that you would have changed wouldn't have created this domino effect that like no one could have expected. You know what I mean? No one could like, he might get kicked off the show. She might get kicked, like all these things that don't usually happen from cheating. Usually cheaty people on reality TV are cheaty people on reality TV. Cause they're all fucking cheaty. Who didn't cheat there? Jack cheated. Schwartz cheated. James cheated. Sandoval was the only fucking man left standing. And I remember actually defending him a lot of times when people hated him for being cringe, being like, okay, but he's such a good boyfriend to Ariana, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, but look at him. And he's the only one that's like loyal. And, you know, lo and behold, I just don't get it. It's like, you don't have kids. You're not married. Why didn't you fucking leave her? Why would you cheat? Do you think the, what his reasoning I think is absolutely the whole, I didn't leave you because, you know, your grandmother passed away. And then after that, you know, Charlotte passed away. And then after that, you know, you were struggling with mental health. It's like, you think that's good for mental health? What are you talking about? But I want to ask you a question since you brought that up too. Do you think people, because now we're on CNN tabs, they made a whole tab for the Vanderpump Rules drama. It's all over major media. Do you think it's because of everyone rallying around Ariana because of who she is and she's so sweet and people love her? Or do you think it's because of the scenario of it being the best friend? I think it's a scenario because I always loved Ariana. Okay. And I remember even the first few times having her on my podcast, I was like, damn, she's so cool. She's so humble. She's so down to earth. But like my vibe that I always got from her was like, she never felt like she got enough love you know, from the people, you know, when Stassi was on the show, she was the main character. And I remember even, I I literally will never forget this. I went to, was it BravoCon? Yeah. I went to BravoCon the first year and they had a VPR panel. It was like the only panel I went to that I cared about. Um, and the, the, the host was like, who would you guys say is like the most famous of all of you? And she asked every single person and people were like, most of the cat, which was so cringe, like was so cringe. Most of the cast said like Stassi. I think Sandoval was the only one that like didn't say Stassi because he couldn't like physically get that out. Um, and I felt so bad for them. I was like, okay, even if they know that Stassi's like the most famous right now, who wants to like feel like second best, you know? Um, and then the whole audience shouted like Stassi. And I remember having Ariana on and like talking about that for a moment. And like that didn't feel good to her. And I think that she never really felt like she was getting like, you know, an outpour of, that's why I was so happy for her with this. I was like, why did it have to reach a point where this kind of thing happened to her for everyone to be like, Ariana's so awesome. Cause I didn't hear people screaming that, you know, in the streets for 10 seasons, she was kind of there, but people weren't like rallying around her and being obsessed with her. And, um, you know, and I never really, really understood why she wasn't getting that kind of mainstream popular vibes. So I am glad that she's finally getting it, but I don't think it's like an Ariana thing. I think it's like a, a couple that's together for 10 years and the affair is a long one that is with a cast member that is also a best friend Mm -hmm. that has never happened. That's like, you know, if I'm fucking Roni, you know, Bethany 
was sleeping with Jill Zarin's Bobby, you know, <laughs> RIP Bobby, you know, oh, but Bobby. I know, but those were the days also the old Roni, but yeah, that's right, what I'm though. saying, Adam. I think it's just a, something we haven't seen. Like that puzzle, all the puzzle pieces made this. I mean, when is Vanderpump Rules like front page fucking news? I know. Everywhere, too. Everywhere. And it's like, even when she posted her, you know, thing this morning, her made her statement. Literally in like the first eight hours I was watching, it was like 387,000 likes and it went to like 404. And then it just kept climbing. And I'm like, Good. this is... People are freaking out right now. I said, in my mind, I'm like, you better get something about her open. You better ride this wave because we're only on episode six. We probably have about at least 14 to 16 episodes left. Ride this shit out. And I feel like that's unfortunate to say, but you're not going to get back with him. You got to worry about yourself at this point. Honestly, he did you a favor because if he's willing to do that to you and then blame your mental health and then the cringe part of it all was when everybody rallied around Ariana and Tom went and he went to Anaheim to do his like Tom Sandoval and the most extras, whatever. And everybody's like, he's moving out of the house. I'm like, no, he's not. He's, he's going to Anaheim to perform. And then he comes back. Kristen Doty's in the house, which is wild. And they're all kind of around Ariana. The door opens. Tom walks in and he's like, I know, I know you guys all hate me. And then he walks upstairs and Kristen's like, I'll be the one. I'll volunteer and be the <laughs> yeah. one to go upstairs in Tom's own house that I don't live in. And I'm going to tell him this is fucked up. So she goes upstairs to tell him and she's like, listen, right now, I think that Ariana needs her space. And I feel like, you know, maybe if you guys could just communicate when you're going to be coming and going, so you don't have to run into each other. Cause this is still so fresh. And Tom Sandoval says, well, if she doesn't like it, then she can leave. What does that fucking say about him? That he's a horrible person. I mean, if you fucked up, you should feel horrible. You should be like, here's the house. Here's the fucking money. Here's the everything. Keep it all. I'm a terrible person. But instead, he's trying to like stand his ground. Like you have no ground to stand on. And that just shows you, you know, and should show Ariana that this was God sent. You know what right. I mean? Finding out, having this ha- happen has saved her from this relationship that she was probably in just because it's been so many years and it's comfortable and it's what she knows, but like she could do so much better, you know, and, and have someone who's, I mean, the fact that this, you know, cheating is disgusting, but the aftermath and hearing Kristen tell that story of how he has no remorse. Like, aren't you a sociopath if you have no remorse? It, it makes me think about it too, because I know, listen, people make mistakes every single day. I understand that things happen. It's like, shit, this went too far. You know, like at that point, like you said, tuck your tail in, eat a little crow because you need to kind of back that up. Right. We get that. But then I think it's also important to see how people handle the situation after. This is a clear indicator of, exactly what you just said. And one of the biggest things where fans are starting to get a little bit divided on this is everyone has this like intense energy for Raquel. It's always the woman who is like, you're the other woman and shame on you. And the man kind of gets to like walk free. Tom hasn't got to walk free, but all of the energy and what everyone's talking about is Raquel. Do you think, do you think it's matching energy for both? Or do you think everyone's just fixated on the Rachel of it all? I think. 
you know, I did think about it. I was like, I hope that he gets enough fucking, you know, shit. And he is. I think that with Raquel, it's like, as bad as this is, is like, dudes fuck up, like we said. And especially in reality TV, they all suck. For your friend to do that for to you? Like, in Ariana? Like, Ariana took Raquel in when none of the girls could fucking stand her. And all the girls were like, ew, she's gross, she's stupid, like, she's dating James. And Ariana took her in, and we're gonna probably find find out that she took her into her house, because wasn't, wasn't she, like, staying in the guest room and, like, all this shit when it I'm happened? bringing her water at 4 a.m. Yeah. So, like, I think that for a friend to do that to a friend, it's not... W- it's not worse than your, you know, life fucking partner doing it to you. But I think that it's more societally disgusting because it's like men cheat reality TV men, even fucking worse. A friend that literally she did a fucking press tour the other week in New York, the week before it happened and went on podcast saying that Ariana is an amazing fucking friend to her. So like, those are her words. So Listen, again, I told you, I'm weird in the fact that I have a heart and I do feel bad for her a little bit, you know, like I look at her and I'm like, you're a disaster and I hope that you make it out of this. Okay. Um, But the way she also handled the whole whole situation was cringe. You're going to try to backfire this on Sheena sending your castmates fucking letters like are you okay cease and desist yeah no it's like you're making this so much worse much worse like tuck your tail in take your little emojis okay your weird ass emojis that no one ever fucking should include you're not like your girl wait remind me what that oh Wait, it was the lightning bolt emoji with the psychic ball and it was a girl. And she's like, I didn't know what to caption this. And she had the lightning bolt necklace on. She's like, I didn't know what to caption. Okay. I have to be honest with all of you here. I hate the lightning bolt conspiracy. I hate it. I hate it. And I don't want to, I don't want it. I don't want that conspiracy. I hope that they say that everything is true, but the lightning bolt. I can't handle the lightning bolt. I hate it. I hate it. You're just secretly going to be satisfied over that, just that one detail. (laughs) Just please make it so they like, I hate it. Like, I hate that detail. It makes me so angry. And that people are like, here's a lightning bolt. Here's a lightning bolt. I'm like, I don't want to hear about this fucking lightning bolt. And I truly hope it's not true. I mean, people wear lightning bolts and I really fucking hope it wasn't a secret fucking love message to it i really hope but now looking back at the footage and seeing her at his shows like googly-eyed over him who the fuck would be googly-eyed over him ariana was probably like shut the fuck up i can't hear your screechy whiny little bitch voice ever again she's like i'm supporting you right now i remember there was a scene that um he's there was one scene where he was talking to her and she's so funny because he's like you know as a white cyst male and she's like, it's not cyst. And he's like, I just, it's always on the guy, the white male. And it's never on the girl. She's like, okay, you're being like, hashtag like men something. I forgot what it was. And she looked at him like, you sound so ridiculous right now. And he's he like, cyst, like see why? Yes. Yeah. He said cyst. He didn't even say cyst. And he, he looks at her and he goes, you know, Ariana, like it's a problem. And she's like, you wait adam change your career right away no from this to impersonations 
actually, no, I'm going to change my career to your assistant because before <laughs> we came on here, I was raving about the fact that guys, for those of you who don't know, which I don't know who doesn't, but if you don't, Amanda has this amazing fucking show and she's like, she's talked to every single Kardashian, not skinny, but not fat. But the fact that you don't Zoom with them, you're like, no, I'm going there in person. I'm sitting down with Chloe. I'm sitting down with Kim and Courtney. Did you even go to Courtney's house and like live a day like her? I, I went to Courtney's house. Did you put um, your feet on her couch? It was a lifelong dream that I made happen for myself. Yes, Adam. It was so wild because with Courtney, first of all, Courtney was always my favorite. Um, and she was actually who I'd want on. Like I remember my my followers used to ask me like who your dream guest is. And it was like, this will never happen. But Courtney Kardashian, you know? Yeah. And it's wild, you guys. Put your dreams out there. They might come true. So when the... It, well, because since, you know, we were talking about earlier, like bad reviews and stuff. And the minute that I mentioned this, oh, please don't mention that family. Oh, there we go. You know what I mean? And that's so, the thing. But you know what's so funny? It's like people say this. We're putting famous people on a pedestal, getting them gazillion followers, getting them, you know, all the companies and the billions of dollars. And then we're like, well, what is that? It's like. We can't like we're the ones creating this stuff, you know. Machine. I we're creating this machine, and then you're gonna hate on it. It's wild to me. They give me strength sometimes to keep going because it's like I'll get one mean comment and cry, and it's like they have to live every single day with people just fucking hating on them, hating on every word that comes out of their mouth. You know what I was just thinking, you guys? The Gwyneth Paltrow thing. I was just telling um, my friend, this, we just was, were FaceTiming before we started about the Gwyneth Paltrow interview with Dr. Will Cole, where he said she eats her first meal at 12, which is a bone broth soup for lunch or a bone broth and for dinner vegetables. That's her diet. That's awful. Now it is being like talked about, right? It's like, you know, page six was like, Oh, Gwen, Gwyneth's diet. And I told my friend, I was like, if the Kardashians, any of them, would have said this, do you know what would have fucking happened to them? Like, they would have been ripped to fucking shreds. They would have said they're promoting diet culture and fucked up bodies. And they would have been... unrealistic expectations. Yeah, they, their, their comments would have been flooded. Everything would be, you know, about that. And, like, I'm sure there are going to be a few articles about Gwyneth's, like, fucking infrared sauna and whatever. But... You know, it'll be a day and everyone will be like, yep, you know, that's why she's skinny. She drinks bone broth. Um, But it's wild how this family really gets under people's skin. You know, like if you look at any post that E! News like posts about them, E! News could post about like my lamp and people will be like, that's so interesting. They'll post about the Kardashians and it's like, we don't want to see them. Get them off our screens. And it's like. But we're no, watching. But we're you're watching. And giving them the rating and the so. longevity. You know, it's it's so true too, because and I'm surprised that Kim, even when she fit into the Marilyn Monroe dress, I was like, and when she gave her diet to her friend Lala when she was interviewing her and she was saying how she got there, I'm like, no, Kim. No, no, no. no. You're like, no, no, how yeah. don't you know that it's no? No, yeah. yeah. No, just but just that, remember those moments surprised me with Kim because I'm like, you're so media trained. You're so you know already, you should know by now anything that's going to trigger, 
you know, a public response like this. And I guess sometimes she gets so wrapped up in the moment that she, she doesn't think about it, which just means she's human. Cause I most of the time she thinks she's a robot, um, that she's like a machine, like you said, but obviously there are moments where she's like, I just want to tell everyone, you know, that I dieted really extremely for these 25 days. And it's like, no one's going to be happy for you. <laughs> no, no one's yeah. going to It was like when Lala was like, the moment that she just walked out, you could tell that she wanted to retract that statement. It's I like, know. I felt, I felt disengage, bitch. That. Disengage. Listen, Lala, I wouldn't fuck with her. You know who does have the guts to go at her? Charlie. Good luck, Charlie. I can't believe Charlie talks so much shit in the confessionals. And I'm like, you know, Lala's going to watch that. And then you're going to have to get a restraining order because Lala's going to, Lala's like scares me. Like, I wouldn't. I would be like, okay, Lala. Like, I would be like, whatever you say, Lala. Do you know when I was working at Sir, I actually, I was I was the first guy host. Sheena got me the job because I was working at Malibu Fish Grill with her ex-husband, Mike. He got fired as a bartender for reasons, but... And, <laughs> for drinking, yeah. yeah. And I was sitting there and at the bar and like kind of just clocked out. And she's like, why do you work here? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, Have, do you, why don't you come work at Sir? And I was like, I don't know what Sir is. And then my dumbass, she gets me an interview and I sit down with Natalie and Guillermo, the co-owners. Ugh, they're yes. like, who do you know? And I was like, I'm friends with Shayna. And they're like, <laughs> excuse me? So then I never get a call back. And then I was like persistent, but I got hired as like the first guy host, literally probably about two months later. Here comes Lala. And they Wait, had we need to know something, Adam. What was that? How much did you make an hour? I don't know what I made an hour, but I was pulling in easily like probably eight to like 1300 a week for four shifts as a host with the tips. It was like for me at 20 years old. Really? I would think that a host is like $20 an hour or something. I don't make tips. Yeah, we made great tips. From what? From like... The servers and bartenders had to tip us because we were seating everything. Like even the yeah. bar, the bar you can't, you couldn't just go walk up to. We would seat you at the bar. Oh, that's a so, good gig. Yeah. And well, it was. And then I ended up meeting my husband. And I was like, I'm not gay. I'm straight. And I ran away with him from like from LA to Thailand for five months. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. And then I came back and I was like, hi guys, I'm back. They're like, you're banished. You're not back. You're banished. Wait, so, why were you banished? Because you don't you don't walk away from the family. Oh, if you walk away from the, the family, family. It's, like, it's like kaput. But Lala comes strolling in. I spend like three days in a row training her. Guillermo's like smitten over her. Like she just came in and she was young Lala, you know, just had everything. Like she didn't care. She was wearing the revealing, you know, and she was just like, I'm here. Don't give a shit. And I was like, okay, she's here. Trained her, Wait, trained her, trained her. Someone said you were in the Miami Girl episode. Yeah, my face. <laughs> she walks in. Oh my gosh, Amanda, we could talk about this for forever because Kristen was outside and she's like, yeah, we're about to bring in Miami Girl and Tom's going to be so shocked. This poor girl, Anne-Marie, is sitting outside and she's like, oh man, you know, like the producers are gassing her up. They're like, this is your moment. Go in there and speak your truth. And she had this friend who with, who was with her, and her friend was like hitting on me. It was this guy, gay guy, obviously. And he's like, "Go in there, Anne Marie, and just own your truth." And producers were like, "This is your moment." So wait, they did gasped. She, her. Did she end up? Wait, do you think that it's for real now that everything went down? The way this, I'm sitting. 
I was bringing this girl tissues after this scene, bringing her tissues, bringing her wine. She's crying her eyes out because she felt like she was made a fool of, which the way that they did it and the way that they edited it or, or the way that they gassed her up, it was totally meant to be on Tom's side. They gave Ariana and Tom the heads up that she was coming right when she got there. They knew that she was about to walk in, but she thought she was surprising them. So she, they were telling her one thing and telling them something else. And so she thought she was going to have this moment. Meanwhile, Kristen's sitting there at the table, like all smiley, like, oh, Tom's about to get exposed. But she doesn't know that they already told Tom and Ariana. So joke's on her too. And then Tom beelines it. They have, well... First, they have Ariana come up and confront her like, um, we're not going to do this right now. And then Tom's like, I'm done. Beelines it. Ariana goes with her. And then the Anne-Marie girl chases her out into the parking lot. And producers went and caught up with him in front of the whatever, the Pacific Design Center. But then I'm sitting there. She's in the front, like in that little area, the deck area in front of Sir Lounge crying. And her friend's like, this is so fucked up and just going in on it. And she's like, why did you guys do this? The producers were like, we didn't know this was going to happen. And then I'm running people to tables and I'm listening to the producers in the back and they're like, got it. I'm like, this was so, you use this poor girl as a pawn. She's not. But, okay, but you're not answering. What? Do you think it was Oh it yeah, was it was true. legit. The way that her, the way that she acted, I mean, she wasn't an actress. She, I think she was like a yeah. bottle service girl or something. She was really like, do you think we, they flew her out? Like producers paid for her ticket and like hotel? One million percent. One oh. million percent. They had her come out. They knew that this was going to be great for the show, but they and needed to I'm preserve. looking back, you guys. I remember being like, how is Ariana so blindly trusting? Like she went after him. She didn't even give it, which then I remember attributing it to like a really great relationship, right? If you have so much faith in your partner that you're saying, I don't care what anyone says, I believe in him. Then I was like, good for them, you know? Yeah. But then but then now I look back and I'm like, you know, so many times, even with the Lala situation and Randall, so many people say about her, like, you should have known, how didn't you know? Like, sometimes people don't know. And it could be, you know, I'm sure Ariana looks back now at those situations of Raquel being in the guest room or whatever, or hanging out with Tom too much and, you know, all these things. And says to herself, oh, my God, I should have known. I should have, you know, whatever. But sometimes you don't. I mean, with Lala, too, you know, and and Randall, like, she should have known, right? But she didn't know. I mean, to be fair, too, I think that Kristen in that moment was so unhinged and so focused on (laughs) Wait, is that the episode that she told Natalie to, like, suck a dick? Uh, yeah, that was um Diana and I was th- listen to this. Oh my god, we Amanda, we got to <laughs> connect here because she ends up doing this and producers came in last minute into the scene. So then poor Diana who's a manager there, she's still a manager there. Now I, I believe she has a daughter now or something, but she's been there for forever. She's like totally loyal to Guillermo and Natalie and producers needed her to redo that Kristen, you need to, you know, like go. So then they had to come back awkwardly, like I think four days later and I was working and they're like, we need you guys to just redo that again. And Diana's like, I'm not an actress. And she was like shaking when they mic'd her up. And she's like, she's like, don't laugh at me. Shut up. Go do your job. Like, cause she's just very straightforward. She's like, what are you doing? Don't look at me with that stupid face. Like, she's just very, (laughs) but she's not mean. She's just like, she's just like, that's her personality. And yeah. 
she, they're like, we need you to do this. And I think Lisa wanted her to do it too. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And they had to go completely, Diana, suck a dick. <laughs> it was like, what? Wait, but Kristen had to do that again? She had like, to do it again. Oh my God, you guys see pickups ruin, like pickups ruin my life. Pickups ruin your life. Oh, that's sweet. Ebony Dick said, not skinny, but not fat. Shout out to your channel. Thanks, Ebony Dicks. Thanks, Ebony Dicks. Not to be confused with what we were just, you know. <laughs> thank you, Ebony. Um, no, but it, it's so wild. Yes, I absolutely think the Miami girl thing happened. And even with Lala, when I trained her for the three days, then I messaged her and I'm like, hey, you're not training anymore. You know, my mom's coming in town. Is there any way that I can take off? She's never been to LA. I just want to show her around. And she's like, sorry, I'm getting on a private jet right now. Um, I'm never coming back to that job again. Sorry. It's just like not my thing. I'm getting on a private jet. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, never heard from her again. Literally moved to Thailand. And then I think after Thailand, my passport expired. They're like, you have to get the hell out of here. Went to New York and boom, here comes Vanderpump Rules. I think it was season three or season four. The trailer comes out and I see Lala shoving Kristen. And I'm like, you came back? So they obviously knew they had something in her and they cast her. And so she came back and played host, which obviously we know. But she was host for real. See, the show used to be really like for real. Like she was a host. For three days. <laughs> for three days. Just to clarify. <laughs> See how three- I'm trying to hold on? I'm trying to hold on to like the realness because I feel like now even Raquel, like I feel like that's um, kind of fake, you know? Yeah. Like her working there. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think maybe Raquel potentially, maybe even Charlie, Charlie. And I'm like, first of all, I also love the shade. Charlie's like throwing at Christina Kelly. She's like, she used to work at Sir and now she sells lip balm. I'm like, (laughs) if she's surviving off of selling her lip balm, Charlie, this is not, she is losing here. I mean, Charlie just turned me off when she like said she doesn't, has never eaten pasta. But then I think she kind of spoke about some childhood triggers. So um, you know, forgave her for that. Uh, but she does seem to have quite the personality and her and Katie seem to be like friends for real. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know how Kate, I find honestly, and I hate to say this because I never want to get anybody, you know, fired or sway people against anybody, but I, I have to say it. I feel like Charlie was the worst cast cast member because it just, it was the first moment on the show that it didn't feel authentic. It gave us housewife vibes where we're throwing in somebody and we're trying to pretend like she's friends with so-and-so. So-and-so is introducing her into the group because we think it's going to be a good fit. And then we're not landing the plane. And then she comes in and her whole, her whole like thing is at the beginning was potentially dating the Brett Caprioni guy who got fired. Oh, for the that was so bad. And then the not eating the pasta. I'm like, this yeah. isn't, this is bad casting, but that I was know. when they were trying to get the new cast and segue into the Vanderpump Valley. Oh. Yeah. Oh, when they thought to do the like new cast and the married people. And the married people. And then they were going to, just like they segued from Beverly Hills into Vanderpump Rules with Sheena having the conversation with Brandy. Yeah. They were going to do the segue using Stassi's wedding. Using Stassi's wedding. In Italy. But it never happened because Stassi got canceled and then technically uncanceled because somebody who's canceled is not... Again, a New York Times bestseller and selling out these tours and I know. All these other things. I mean, you know, she's she's made a comeback. 
Yeah, she's made a comeback. And, you know, some people aren't happy with that. But I'm like, listen, her and Kristen got fired for the exact same thing. And producers are about to bring Kristen onto the show to film scenes for the last episode. Like, But she's not going to come back. She's not going to be like a next season or anything. No, I don't think she'll be full time. But I mean, still, it's like you fired her for certain reasons. So it was like, we can't put you on TV yet. We're putting you on TV because it makes sense for the situation. Right. So it is. Listen, Bravo will will drop you and they'll pick you up if they need you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. They know. But. Amanda, I feel like I could talk to you for hours. I know, and I know that I know I that you're super busy. You have a lot going on as well. I wanted to say really quick again for anybody who doesn't know, at least go here. You can go follow Amanda. Not oh skinny, God. but not fat. I love looking at your content, and then Thank of course you. watching your interviews. I could sit here and just go through. Look, okay. you really are. You're just like right in the thick of it. I'm but, in the thick. This was the first time I met. Um, Ariana and Lala, they were so nice. Um, that's the thing with these people. It's like, I met them years ago, right? When I had like, you know, this isn't about the followers. My show wasn't where it is today. And they still came on my show, were kind to me. So these aren't people that like, talk to you if you're somebody. And if you, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, these, a lot of these people are genuine, kind um, and really were nice to me from the get and came on my show. They were like probably the first guests that I've had. Oh my God, bitches comment is so good. We would rather have a seat at this table than one at Carbone on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking to moi. Of course, dear media, we, I mean, I get that one, but I, I love this. I, I could sit here and just go through. Yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a, I was debating between this caption or there's something about her, but that was more cheesy. Um, but no, Katie's great. She was one of, I remember when I started Vanderpump rules, I started it late and then people were like, Katie's following you. Katie's following you. So Katie, I've, I've known her, you know, since the beginning. Um, I would say this is about like six, seven, six years ago. And, um, I'm supportive of her and, I'm so excited for the for the sandwich shop. I think it's such a great idea. I really hope that it happens already. I really hope that, you know, that it goes well. I heard that they're making progress on the on the place and um and I'm super excited for them, you know? I'm just ready to see them thrive. I know. And there's going to be I feel like it's going to be so good. I can't wait. With this episode, I think that they need to stop hyping it up. Like, let us just go through the rest of the season. Like we're excited enough. You know what I mean? We're in it enough. Cause I feel like we were waiting so much for this episode because of all those comments. And like we, ugh, and we got it in the trailer, but, um, but yeah, that's, what's exciting. You said there are like how many episodes left? There are a lot. This isn't like a six part Netflix show. We have a lot of episodes left. You guys, there is a lot of content to be coming. So I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, um, I could talk about this shit all day. You know what I mean? (laughs) I do anyway. That's the thing. Well, one day, hopefully we get to steal you back. And I mean, again, keep up the amazing work because I am waiting for your next Kardashian interview (laughs) or premiere hosting the red carpet, whatever you're doing, I'll be watching and keeping an eye. (laughs) Thank you so much, Adam. It was so good to meet you. And don't give up on the impression career because I'm telling you. Oh, she's dead. The hand, 
Oh. What? You were so good. Yeah. The hand was good. The Raquel, the Raquel impersonation was good. You did a third one. Sandoval. <laughs> Sandoval. <laughs> oh my God, you're so good. I'll keep you around. I'll just take, okay. I'll, I'll take all the positive vibes over I know. Here. Okay. Bye. Well, thank you. Thank you, Amanda. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye, babe. Bye. All right, guys. So if you're not following Amanda, go to Instagram at not skinny, but not fat. What another incredible interview. And guys, again, I just want to show you this really quick because we have over a thousand people in the room and we've been talking about it. I had a banner below. And I just want you guys to know because we're going to be giving more behind the scenes when it comes to everything that's going on with the Vanderpump Rules world. And there's so many stories that we have and it just, we can't post all of the content on this channel because of the algorithm. So we have Up and Adam to go over there, get subscribed. We have a morning meeting tomorrow. So I'm going to talk about this a little bit. Go over, click on the morning meeting, join Jason and Shaylee and I. We're going to be going through all of this. So Up and Adam to, just like it said on the banner in the beginning, make sure you get subscribed. You don't want to miss anything coming up. And with that, guys, we'll be posting more content. And unfortunately... It's not unfortunately. My dad's making me go camping this weekend. I don't even know what that looks like. I'm not a camper. I don't want to complain. I just want to be grateful. We love you guys. We will see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.